Good morning, everybody. Today is February 14th. Okay, let's see. We stopped in Perik Gimel. Uh, yeah, Vav. Did we do Zion? We did, we did Vav. We finished Vav, right? Yeah. Pasuk Zion, I think we're up to. I believe that's correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Pasuk Zion. Here we go. Pasuk is as follows. Bachodesh Arishon Chodesh Nisan. The, the Megillah is giving us history. We started the conversation of the Megillah in what year of Achashverosh's reign? Three. The party was Besharat Shalosh Lebocho, Asa Mishteh. We're now in year 12. There's nine years forward from the time that they had the party. In year 12 is the time that Haman starts his, uh, right? it starts his campaign against the Jews. Okay? So Esther became Bishnat Sheva Lemalchuto. So Esther is the queen for five years, correct? Until this point in time. Okay? So just we read the Megillah and, and you know and, and we think that this is all happening in bang 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 bang, right? It's not the case. They're giving dates. Party started in year three. Esther was appointed to the queen in year five. And now we're in year no year seven. Year seven. And now we're in year twelve. She's the queen for five years before this whole story with Haman wanting to bow Mordechai not buying that Haman. Five years already, Esther's the queen. Good. It says now, Bahodasharishon, first month of the year, counting from the Torah months is Nisan, right? So that was we, uh, the, the first month of the year. What happens? He peeled poor, who goral. He makes a lottery. Lifne Haman in front of Haman the lottery, Miyom Liyom to figure out which day, Umechodesh Lechodesh to figure out which month, Shirem Asar Hu Chodesh Adar. It landed on the 12th month, which was Adar. That's what the Pasuk says. So from, from Nisan, 12 months later, is Adar. So it's the, 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 the furthest possible point in time. This already should be foreshadowing to Haman that his, his plan is not that great, right? He's starting the lottery and it lands out 12 months later. The, the, the latest point in time. Look at the Malbim. Questions on Zayin. What do you mean that, 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 that this lottery was done in front of Haman? What is that telling me? What do you mean from day to day, from month to month? Right? Right? What, why, what was the date, what's the significance of the date that the lottery landed? It landed on the 13th of Adar. Question is, what's so important about that date? So now, that's the next Pasuk. The, the next Pasuk is going to tell us what it's for. Okay? It's Haman's day. Actually, the Pasuk before. Pasuk before told us, we saw yesterday, that Haman wants to kill the Jews. Right? He, he's not enough to go after just to Mordechai. He wants Am Mordechai, the whole nation. And then he makes this lottery. What's his plan? His plan is to destroy the Jews, which is going to tell us in the next week when he goes to Hashverosh to reveal the plan to get permission from the king. Good? So, so far, we want to understand a few things. What's this um, in front of Haman? What's this month to month, day to day? And why is... What's the significance of the 13th of Adar? Okay, so says the Mabim on page Lamid Zayin, four lines on the bottom page, end of the line. Lamid Zayin, four lines at the end of the page, end of the line. Vehodesh hu ha goral ifne haman. Says, ha goral azeh hayam min goralot shenekra b'shem pur. 
right? This goral that we did, there's different kinds of lotteries. This one is called pur. What does that mean? What does it mean? Haman apparently used this form of lottery many times. When he's trying to make a decision, that's what to do. Pulls a lottery. Some guys will open the uh, Tanakh, flip through pages, and look for a pasuk. Oh, you know, this is his type of lottery. It's called pur. Okay? He'll explain to us what it is. He means he did it daily. Right? We know that it's going to say in Pasuk Bet when we get there that the, the, the Goral landed on the 13th of, I'm sorry, the date that the Goral was, was the 13th of Nisan. I mean, the lottery, the day that he did this, first 13th of Nisan. Because in this Pasuk, it just says that it was the first month. It didn't tell us what day. Pasuk Bet is going to say that it was on the, on the 13th. Okay? Right? Right? His plan was, let me get this over with as fast as possible. He's not thinking, let me delay destroying the Jews. Right? He wants to say, let's kill them all. Right? So he, he's trying to choose the first closest day. So he starts his lottery. He's hoping to get the first day that comes out, 14th of Nisan, which is tomorrow. Right? Right? Kept going day after day after day. He got to the end of Nisan. Right? Now, the Chevan Shigia Le Chodesh Haba, it killed me Yom Aleph Shel Iyar, Vidahahu Agoral me Yom Liom Adyom Aharon, Chu Yud Gimel Iyar. Kia Goral Mukrach Lipol Al Yom Ehad, Miamima Nigralim, Vehaya Bashkahat Hashem, she peel Al Yom Ameuhar. Kideshi Arviho Israel's man. Okay, so what happens is how does he, pick it? he didn't tell us exactly how this lottery works. I'm assuming there's dates in the in the bowl, right? And he's trying to pull out the date that's the next day. But he's pulling one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, and he gets today, which means it's the next month, right? Because today's the 13th. When he gets the 13th, it's not today; it's tomorrow. It's not already. So what happens? He doesn't. He pulls. He pulls. He pulls. He pulls day to day, day to day. You remember, he's in in Nissan. The month after Nissan is Iyar, so it lands first on the thirteenth, which pushes him into Iyar, and now he's worried about the month itself. So he says, "Wow, maybe Iyar is not a good time. Why?" Maybe Iyar is not such a good time. She says, "You know what? Let me do a month one also. Let's see which month it lands on." He started with Nisan again, which is where he's in now, right now. So he explained it. The, the Pasuk said that Haman made a, a lottery, right? First it said, So he just told us what Miyom Liyom is. Today's the 13th. He's what? 14, 15, 16. Lands back at the end of the 13th, which is already the next month, which is now Iyad. He says, I don't know if that month is a good month, let me do the months now. So he starts again, Nisan, would have been, been today. Iyad, no, push, push, what comes out? Adar, 12 months later. Okay? Fine. I skipped the line. The bold. The he didn't do the months over again because he already, I'm sorry, the days, because it already landed on the 13th. 
כי כבר בגורל הראשון יצא ביום גימל. On his first lottery, when he's trying to pick the days, it landed on 13. So he didn't change that. He did now after the days, he did the months. Uba goralo al yud gimel adar. Now, vimayam magri al achodashim techila, right? If he had done it the inverse, what if he did the months first? It definitely would have landed on the 13th of Adar also, because, I mean, not uh, the 13th, but it would have landed Adar, because that's the furthest one away. Right? It would have landed on the last month of Adar. Aha. See what happened? Interesting. It says, if Haman had first decided to do the lottery month to month first, it would have landed on Adar. And then if he did the days, it would have landed on the last day of Adar. Right? That's what it would have landed on, says the Mabim. Since Haman did the days first, because he was trying to do it in this month that he was in now, and it landed on the last day of the month, which was the furthest from when he did the lottery, and then he didn't redo the days later, he only did the months, so it came out, you'd give him Adar. Had he done day, months first, days later, it would have landed on Kaftet Adar. How do they know that? Right. The Mabib is telling you, because God is pushing it out as far as possible. Ra'alze Amar, biyom liyom umechodesh lechodesh. Techila dehau agoral miyom elyom, ve'achakach mechodesh elchodesh. Al kopanim, minogoral hazeh kvarayalo lirot she'atzat Hashem, hofia begoral hazeh. Haman should have realized, right, that he did two lotteries, and both times it landed on the date furthest possible. First the days, then the months. She should have realized that Vich's month throughout the Israel. Why? Because God wants to give time for the, for the salvation to come. That's what it means in front of Haman. What? It was the setup that Hashem set up in front of Haman to make him fall. Okay. He didn't redo it. Why would he why do why would he redo it? Oh. Okay, then, 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 no, that defeats the purpose of having a lottery. Then, then it's me picking the day, it's not a lottery, it's sketch after that, right? Okay. Why did Hashem make it sooner? He wants it to happen in a way that it looks natural, not in the supernatural. If you want the supernatural, you could have given Haman a heart attack on the spot and went over. He wants to make it look like it's just happening, even though he's pulling all the strings, it's hidden, right? So he says, Pasuk Chet, right? No, yeah, Pasuk Chet. Comes along Haman, talks to Hashverosh. Okay, it says Yeshno Amehad Mefuzar Umforad Ben Haamim Bechol Medinot Machutecha. There is a nation that is scattered. Mefuzar is scattered. Meforad is divided. Okay, so they're scattered and they're in the, I mean scattered across the lands and then divided among themselves. Ben Haamim Bechol Medinot Machutecha. Right, they're among all the nations of all the lands that you are control of. The laws, their religion is different than every other nation. They don't follow the king's commands. It's not worth for the king to leave these people alone. It's not worth it for you. You got to deal with them. That's what the pasuk says. Okay, says the Malbim. A long, a long list of questions here. Says, Think about what's happening here. What was going through Aman's mind to try to convince a Hashverosh to destroy an entire nation of people that are under his reign if they didn't do anything to the king? They didn't steal anything, didn't do anything, right? 
ביותר יפלא, אם באמת ברשעתו הסכים את זאת. It would even be even crazier if Ahashverosh actually went along with this plan. איך תמה אחר כך לומר מי הוא זה אשר מלאו ליבו לעשות כן. Later on, when Esther reveals who she is, Ahashverosh jumps up and says, Who would ever think of destroying this nation of yours? He doesn't know, he didn't make the connection. I mean, he's passing judgment וגם, אם הרשיע לעשות זאת, מדוע שפה חמתו על המן? If he was the one that at the end of the day gave the okay to the plan, why is he taking his anger out on Haman later when it's with the whole story of this thing? When she reveals who it is, why is he taking out the anger on Haman? It was him that gave the okay to the plan. Why do you even give Haman permission to send out the letters to destroy the Jews? Sheban iskar ha-melech v'dera'on olam וגם במלשינות, המן לא נזכרו היהודים בשמם, רק ישנו עם אחד, ולא נזכר השמדה, רק לאבדם. נוריס, אוקיי? הוא אומר, כשהמן מדבר לאחשוורוש, הוא לא אומר מי היהודים הם. הוא לא אומר מי היהודים הם. יש איזו מדינה. הוא לא אומר מי היהודים הם. הוא לא אומר מי היהודים הם. הוא אומר, הוא אומר, הוא אומר, He says, it doesn't say that the king should destroy them. He doesn't tell them, it's not worth it for you to leave them alone. He didn't say what he wants to do. Yeah, we got to deal with it. He didn't say what, he just got to deal with it, right? Why didn't he say they're laws? Why didn't he say that their laws are different? Their laws, their religion is different from all nations. He should have said their religion is different than other religions. What do you mean other nations, right? Fine. The religion is different than religion, not different than nations, or comparing nations to a religion. They don't have nothing to do with each other. Fine. A whole bunch of questions in this Pasuk. says the Malvim as follows. Pasuk Chet. It is in the third wide line on Pasuk in the middle of the line. Over here, Haman sort of tricked Ahashverosh in two ways. How? Number one, he didn't say who the nation was, right? He didn't tell them who he was talking about. When he, when he started talking about Ahashverosh, he didn't say who he was saying. He didn't say the nation. Everybody knows that the Jews are smart. They know that they, right, they, Ahasuerus is not going to allow his, the Jews of his nation to be destroyed. They will, if Haman said Jews, Ahasuerus will say, oh, we need these guys. These guys are the smart, these guys are the scientists, they're the doctors, they're the bankers, they're the, we're going to kill these guys? We're dead. We can't do that. Right? So he doesn't say the name. Vechen, 
אף על עם אחר היותר שפל ונבזה, אם היה אומר לו ש, שכוונתו להשמידם, גם כן לא היה שומע לו. אבל המן בעורמתו אמר ישנו עם, העם הבלתי מפורסם. Right? Even if they weren't the Jews, there was some other nation that were not as, uh, right, as not as well known. Okay, Hashanoshul would not have gone with the, through with the plan to kill a whole nation. Right? And therefore, he doesn't say the name. No, there's some nation over here. They're not so well known. Right? He doesn't want to say the name. He wants to make it sound like they're actually doing damage to the other nations. Whether it's because of their religion or because of the way that they're dealing with the others. Right, even if let's say among uh, a nation, let's say there's a lot of these, a lot of these places. Let's say in, a, in a, you know in a major, major, major country. I don't know, pick one, uh, China. Right, in China there are these little factions of different religions in there. Uh, the, 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 the Uyghurs and the guys from Tibet. And they have their own thing. These guys, they live in their own little enclave. They're not bothering anybody else, right? So, so too, even if you want to, the Jews, let's say, had they been, Haman is all setting up, if they're just in their own little section, they're not bothering anybody. Okay, they're doing their own thing. Great. But they're not. They're mifuzar. They're miforar. They're everywhere. They're going to affect the whole nation. Right? Even if you tell me in the country they have their own cities where they live in their own place, they're not there to, to break apart your nation, right? To cause dissent. He wouldn't agree. That's why he said they're dispersed. They're not living in their own place. They're separated. Says you have a problem. These people, what happens? They're in every country, and in every country, they're in every city. They're everywhere. Okay. Look at the words of the Pasuk. They're in every nation, in every country. If you leave this cancer to grow, it's going everywhere. Okay? And he starts to tell them what the problems are. What is the issue with these people that we can't leave them alone? Number one. Their beliefs. What does that mean? That their religion is different than other nations. This line, three things he said to Hajar with this one line. What are they? The religion itself that is different than all others. Number two, even though I mean, what you, uh, my religion is different. By definition, if it's a different religion, it's different, right? Every every religion is different from each other. If you have two that are the same, they're not the, they're not different religions. They're the same religion. So every religion. What do you mean that their religion is different? Mabruk. Every religion is different, right? Says no, no. Right? Only the, the source, the beginning, it could be different. There are many religions that have overlaps with their laws. 
אבל בדת הישראלי נמצאו בו דתות שונות ומצוות רבות, חלוקות, עד שנחשב להרבה דתות. Right? There's so many different laws in Judaism that it looks at like it's totally a different religion וכל הדתות האלה נבדלות משונות מכל דתי העמים. Every one of their laws that they have is different than what we have. It's not just one law or two laws. They are so many and everything is different than us. ולא יתמדו עליהם בשום דבר. There's nothing similar that's דומה at all. Nothing. Okay? No overlaps. Number three. שלא לבד שדת הישראלים משונה מדתות העמים, it's bad enough that they're not the same, אבל הם משונים גם מכל העמים בעצמם. Meaning, it's not only different than the different other religions, it's different than the people. Why? כי הדת תבדיל אותם מן העמים במאכליהם, מלבושיהם, הנהגתם. Their religion not only commands how they, how they, what, what they do, but what they eat, what, how they dress, how they behave. So they're actually different than all the other people. You look at them, they look different. They speak different. They eat different. They won't drink together. They won't eat together. They can't come to my house. You can't cook for me. I can't drink your wine. I can't have your bread. I can't, uh, I can't marry your daughter. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. The way they live is different than every other nation. They are so different. You want to have, you know, your united, a united country. Tree, forget about it. No shot. It ain't happening with these people. Not only things that are against their religion, even the regular monetary laws of the country, they don't keep. They're doing their own thing. So the other people, remember, these people are living everywhere. And they see that their neighbor is not doing what they're doing. Why should I listen to the king? He's not listening to the king. Right? Now that he lists in front of a hajerosh, the tremendous loss that the, um, that the nation is going to be suffering if he leaves these people alone. Don't think there's any benefit whatsoever to leaving them. Even if you want to put on the side of the negatives. You have a long list of negatives. But if you have one really big positive, it's going to cancel those out. No, no. There's nothing on the positive side. Why? Whatever you want to put on the plus side, it's not going to equal what I just told you. Doesn't work. It's not worth it for you. There is nothing that you can put on the positive side that will negate all these problems on the other side. Not worth it for you. Okay? And therefore he comes with Pasuk Tet. Right? If it's good before the king, now he says the word, to destroy them. Not only that, the Aseret Alafim Kikar Kesef, 10,000 bars of silver I will collect from those that are going to go out and kill to bring back to the treasury the people are, gonna, are willing to pay to do this work for you they're going to pay you to let them do it that's what the Pasuk says says the Malbim Pasuk Tet questions first this is Pele, it's wonder Number one. 
I don't understand. Now these people that are going to do this work, they're the ones in charge of the treasury. I, you tell me what the, the money shouldn't come directly from these people. It should go through the sochnim, the middle guy. That's the one that collects the the treasurer should do it. You tell me I'm going to bring it directly from the guy who's paying, and he's going to put it in your treasury house. That's what the pasuk says. Okay. And number two, does it make sense that a king is selling the lives of his subjects? He's selling their lives. Ten thousand bars of silver. Go kill all these people. Okay. That's what he says. Pasuk tet, last line on the on the bottom of Lamed Tet. It says, Number second thing, that he stole Ahasuerus' understanding. He lies to Ahasuerus. He hid it from him. Okay? Now, Abed means to get lost. Lashmid means to kill. So he says, he, wrote, he didn't say the word Lashmid. He said, Abed. What is that? You can get rid of them. How? By assimilating them. They won't exist anymore. La'abed means to, doesn't mean to kill. La'ashmid is to kill. La'abed is to, to destroy, really. So we can destroy the nation without killing them. How? Force them to accept the other religions. Now that's what he's saying. Ahasuerus understood maybe from the word la'abed. Because if you notice over here, when he says what Haman told Ahasuerus, it says La'abed. Then when Haman writes the letters, he writes La'ashmid La'harog Abed. He sticks in those two other words that he didn't say to Ahasuerus. He just said La'abedam, right? She says, oh, yot. He says, L'shmor datot yoyeter amim. Or, possibly, yoter inyanim ka'ele yasu tahbulot. We can find a way to make them accept our laws, to make them equal with everybody else. He was not intending to kill anybody, at least the, at least the Malbim is saying. Now, what's this 10,000 silver? Says Aman, I know you want you 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 know you're a little wishy-washy, because you're concerned. How am I going to go convert this whole nation? That's what he's thinking in his mind. It's going to cost me a lot of money. I got to go hire all these uh, missionaries to go out now and start to go after the people and try to get them. I got to pay these people, right? So he's thinking in his mind. So I got you covered. Not only are you not going to have to lay out money, they're going to pay you to let them go do this, right? Right? They have the missionary guys, they collect tons of money, these guys. The people are paying to these, these foundations that are sending out missionaries. That's what he's saying. Don't worry about it. We got you covered, We got the missionaries, we're going to go out there. I collected all the fools already. You're going to make a lot of money on this deal. So you're going to get rid of all your problems, and you're going to make money. Oh, sounds like a good deal for me, right? Why? Because for them, wow, that's what they did. Even now, the missionaries, they, if they convert a Jew, whoa, forget about it. That's what he's saying. They're going to be so happy, they're going to pay you for this. He treated Okay, and therefore he tricked him into believing that that's what he wanted. That's what Haman wanted to do. I'm going to stop here for today. Baruch Adonai Olam.